Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at WIJSF.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC.
Good afternoon. We have a hot, hot day here in South Florida. This is Dr. Diva JC, and you were just listening to my guest, Sandra Isabella. This is a very particular guest. She is a musician. She's a vocalist. You just listened to her. But she's written a book about one of the most famous musicians from Africa, Fela, and she's going to tell us the story. Hi, Sandra. How are you? I'm really good, Joan. It's really wonderful speaking with you in hot, hot Florida. <laughs> 95, 95. That is hot. That's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you do so, you have the humi- you have the humidity to go with it too? Oh yes. Oh, you humidity is about eighty-seven or more. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, we're <laughs> here. We're pleasant in LA today. It's nice and cool. I'm getting a cool breeze, and so I'm enjoying it. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. how did you first come to music as a child? Well, my mother pushed me in that direction. Um, we had an old upright piano in the house, and I think it was a dream that my mother had where she wanted to play. So it was like she pushed it upon me to learn piano. And you know how it is as a, as a child when the other kids are outside playing and having fun, you want to be out there with them instead of being in the house having to practice. Oh, absolutely. But it put it off. Yes, it did. Because... Music is a universal language, and music crosses all barriers. Um, So even if you're unable to communicate with a person, you can feel each other through music. Would you agree on that, or how do you feel about it? Well... This is about you. So did you okay. study music? Did you study music? Did you go to school for music? Uh, yes, I studied um, when I was at Los Angeles City College. I took, um, you know, music theory classes as well as uh, some piano classes, but mostly piano was privately, private lessons in the home. But I never, I would say, I never got to the point of, you know, like charting, like what Fella did. He was able to to compose. That um, I never did, except with uh, one song that I ha- I've written entitled Family. That I, I did, um, that was one composition that I did on my own. And okay, with the help of my, my family. Have you recorded it? Oh, yeah. It's on um, 
the CD entitled Nigeria. And there's a song mm-hmm. on there. The song is entitled Family, which, um, you know, it was just really heart-wrenching. You know, um, the type of writer I am, I guess you could say more of an activist writer, because when I see all the ills in society, you know, I use music as an outlet to to uplift my own spirit and to release the sorrow that I'm feeling. So um, that's usually how um, I write in this song entitled Family. It, it hit me hard because it was a young, uh, young football player, up, upcoming rising star, still in high school. And, uh, you know, the scouts were looking at, at him. And... Um, he was gunned down in the streets of Los Angeles, and I thought about the mother, the father, the sister, and the brother. You know, how when you take a life and you take away something you cannot give back, it's just final. So that was something that, you know, just kind of I went to the keyboard and the the baseline was there so i just you know started writing and usually that's how my songs come about okay so do you have a publishing company no joan i don't i don't have a publishing company um actually i don't even have my own label none of the above um so Pardon? Um, Joan, the connection. Yes, I'm sorry. Did you copyright the song? How do I uh, copyright my song? Yes. Um, Well, I work with my husband, um, Byron uh, McNeish, and Mm -hmm. Byron is a audio engineer, and he has been in the entertainment industry over 25 years, and he handles all that end, all the business end, he handles it. As a matter of fact, he he does all my recordings. Um, so usually when it comes to business, he handles that. Um, and he's worked with production, um, for various artists, um, from I would say um, from the Isley Brothers, um, with the R&B, all the way through to hip hop. So, as a team, the two of us work together. And when it comes to the business, he handles all of that in on my behalf or on our behalf. Okay. So say, for instance, Women in Jazz South Florida, we are a 13-year-old organization that promotes women musicians globally. We have members in 15 countries and 20 Many of our members are in L.A. Gail Johnson, Jessica, Oakland. And Rada, or 
down there in California. So you remember uh-huh. to submit your song to our eighth compilation of women musicians. Uh-huh. That's why I asked the question. Now, no. I want you to take the next minute and talk about your book. Oh, okay. Um, I'm I'm sorry. Could you repeat that question, Joan? The the connection is really difficult. I'm I having know. a hard time. It's my phone. It's my oh, phone. Okay. Why? Okay. What did you write the book before the musical or after the Broadway oh. musical? Okay, the book was written after the Broadway musical. Um, The reason what inspired me to go ahead and tell my story is because so many others were telling my, my story or our story. And I said, you know what, it's time for me to speak from my own experience rather than to continue to have others tell my story for me. So that was a, a motivating factor in... Okay. Um, can, can you give us a cap, an encapsulation of the story? Did I give up any encapsulation? Did I hear you correctly? No. Can you... Can you give us a short version of the book? You know? Tell oh, us about okay. The book. Um, it begins with my childhood and what made me become the type of person that I am or, you know, that made me move towards being more of an activist humanitarian. And I just, I was in search of the truth. So the book basically gives the overview of my life in search of the truth, which led me to Africa, also which helped facilitate in my meeting Fela. And at the time that I met him, it was Fela Ransom Kuti. That was before he he was even of conscious mind. And it goes on. It talks about the trials and tribulations and the ups and downs of our experience. Because, you know, we were young and we were excited and we thought we had come up with a brand new idea of how to help the government and bring about unity in the world, but uh, little did we know that um, the so-called government that we were trying to help and enlighten were the very ones who were fighting against us. Joan? Yes, so where can we get a copy of the book? Um. Either right now, I don't have an American publishing deal. So the 
craft books in Nigeria or sandraisador.com. You can go to sandraisador.com and yes. And that's I Z S A D O R E. Yes, I is in Isaac, Z is in zebra. S A D O R E. Sandra is a door. Okay. So uh, it's published in Nigeria. Yes, it. I um, I did a deal with craft books in Nigeria and that left me with the I did the deal where the rest of the world so if I want to do one with Europe America I have the freedom to do that so I haven't found a literary agent here in America that um, to represent me that I haven't uh, found in America, and I, I've been putting my feelers out for um, a literary agent here in America because it's it's a totally different arena than the music arena in the hmm. publishing Please. world. Oh, of course, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm self-published because I didn't wait for anybody to write a book about me. I wrote a book about me, and I published it on lulu.com. Since then, oh. I have 13 books. So I'm self-published. I'm not waiting for someone to recognize what I do. And I've sold hundreds of books. Yes, if not thousands. Wonderful. Yeah. You know, because, um, I, you know, from a writer's standpoint, I understand that is not easy and what you've done and see just when I did my release and was lining things up to, you know, make a major push for my book here in America, then that's when Corona came in and it's kind of shut everything down because we already had things lined up, but everything we had lined up had to be canceled. Okay, but when did you write this book? What year? Um, well, writing my book was a process. It was over a period of time. It was No, no, it was published. It was published actually a year ago. Um um it was published in Nigeria in June of 2019. Okay, so that's uh-huh. the year. So you go to Lulu. Joan, I'm not hearing you clearly. Lulu, L-U-L-U uh-huh. dot com. Lulu dot com. Mm-hmm. And it's free. And I have published 14 books there. Just go there and put my name in and look at my book. I will. Yeah. But listen, I'm going to play. Now, BBC, what was that song about? BBC. Big Blind Country. Actually, it was one of the last 
compositions that Fella did. And um, the lyrics are, you know, I wrote my own lyrics. And um, and I put it to that song. And it uh, when I was listening to you play it today, I realized how apropos it is for what's happening in America right now. The title Absolutely. of the song the title of the song is Big Blind Country where right. the one eyed man is king. Mm. And so if everyone in the country is blind, the one person that that has one eye, everybody wants to follow and praise that person. And the person you may be following and praising is the person that's doing you harm. And with all the sickness and all the negativity in the world, I just thought that it was another one of those songs that needed to reach across the table. And maybe if you can't hear someone verbally, maybe the music will capture your attention and you possibly will take the time to listen to what is being said. Right. Okay. Now tell Cuba's way going out. So tell us about that song. Oh, okay. Cuba, get out of Cuba's way. <laughs> that track was recorded in Lome, and I recorded that track with um, Tony Allen and T Mac. Uh, when I went to Nigeria, uh, that was around 1982. That's how long ago that song was composed, uh, not the lyrics. We I redid the lyrics because a friend of mine who's doing a campaign for Cuba, Ebun, Obi Obun, is um, here working um, on the East Coast with children. I mean, He's a very strong activist, and he's been on very various platforms politically to bring attention to Cuba's plight. And the good that's happening there, like a lot of people are unaware, you know, it costs so much money here in America to go to med school. Well, you know, if you go to Cuba, you can go for free. The only thing about it in in Cuba is that you have to do two years of volunteer work around the world, which I think is a very good thing as a payback, whereas you're not graduating from college and having a, a noose or a chain uh, uh, around your neck um, because of the money that you owe for the school fees. So mm-hmm. it was just more or less a, a tribute to Cuba and to their doctors, the doctors that are there that go all over the world. They they have some of the finest and best doctors Cuba is producing. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, this is my way of saying Thank you. Okay. So how long did you live in Nigeria? 
Ooh. The first time I was in Nigeria, the very first time, it was nine months. Ooh. And then then I came back to the U.S., and I returned in 1976 for about, it was either two or three months in, 70, in 76. And then I came back to the U.S., and it was in 1982 that I went back for what, like maybe another two or three months. And, um, and then I returned and, and then I went back again in, um, 2015. And in 2015, it was like, I was shocked. I was shocked from, um, from 19, from the very beginning, from 1969, um, when when Nigeria was like the new baby, the new child that was just born because she had just received her independence and she had gone through the war, there was so much opportunity there, so much opportunity. And I thought then, you know, by me coming from America and um, exposing or telling my story there in Nigeria, that people would have listened. And they did. You know, I got, I was um, a hot commodity then. My notoriety uh, and publicity was greater than fellas then. Um okay, we're at the end of the show. I'm going to have to bring you back next month. Okay? <laughs> all right. So all right, Joan. All right. I'm going to play this tune, and I'll call you when we're finished. Okay? All right. All right. Have a wonderful day. Get out, get out, get out from Cuba's way. Get out, get out, get out from Cuba's way.
WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.